0: Who was your favorite player growing up? Cam Newton. Best trash talker in the NFL? Probably Leonard Fournette. Oh, he talks a lot of trash? Talks too much. Oh yeah, I had too a look of and forth on Twitter much. as well. Okay. Favorite sports movie? Rudy. Most embarrassing song on your playlist? Shakira.
1: That's not embarrassing.
0: Shakira? Hips, hips. Hips don't lie. Oh, okay.
1: I, I feel like Shakira is not yeah. embarrassing. I mean, the way that I do it, it's probably embarrassing. <laughs> like, all right, last
0: question. Weirdest thing about you that few people know?
1: I have a foot fetish.
0: A foot fetish? Yeah. You like toes? Yeah.
2: People were wondering how we could shoehorn some Cowboys into a, a Super Bowl pod. Micah Parsons, that's how. My name's Dave. Welcome to Too Much Dip. It's Monday. Joining me in studio, we got Dylan, Dylan Chivaree. What's your favorite? What's your fetish,
0: Davey? Why don't you share it with the class? Yeah, we'll get to that. I've got it on the rundown, Dave's fetishes. Oh, just super quick. I would like to point out that um, not one, but two of my, my long odds prop bets hit. Ball hitting the upright and the octopus, which I didn't even know what that was until our live stream. It hit. I still don't know what that is. If the same player scores a touchdown and then right afterward scores a two-point conversion, that's the old octopus, Davey. Oh, man, you probably
2: could have made some money had you...
0: Had I actually bet it. Yeah, why didn't you? Um,
2: Not the gambling type, huh? It's not allowed in this state. Ways around it. Hey, you know what is allowed in this state? (laughs) KJ Ellis. He's actually in Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. just minor... uh fine detail there in the small print. Um, I won't call that a, a small cucking, but if we ran back the tape, Dylan did say that I, I took the one he was going to read next. And that one was the field goal off the upright. As soon as I saw that it hit, I was like, oh, look who was right. Look who was right. Completely forgotten. Didn't even notice the octopus until uh good dude, uh, Jake lock let us know on uh Luke. on twitter that Luke. that happened. Luke, I knew I was going to you heard the hesitation. I'm like, "Wait a minute." Come on, man. Got this about 50/50 50, 50 shot. Yeah, until he let us know on Twitter, I did not even uh catch that live. But uh, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: It's what it is. It is what it is, man. How did you how you doing, man? You look crisp.
1: Uh, you know, I'm ready to perform at a high level today. Uh, I've just got, you know, so many things Preparing for off-season, wondering what life's going to be like without football every weekend, week in, week out. Oh, um,
2: Can't even imagine it. That's how much I, I mean, love it.
1: There is no off-season, really, but college football, you know, only like 36 weeks out or something like that.
0: Can't get here soon enough either way. <sighs> we almost didn't come in today, as today should be a national holiday.
2: Dude, yeah, we need to start that. We need to, like, get a petition going, bro. I know. KJ, did is you... Is there anything uh, that... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, was, go ahead. i
1: was I was going to say, is there anything that you genuinely probably agreed with as that statement? Like, I feel like I really felt that as, like, a 20-something-year-old. And as, like, a 30-something-year-old, I was, like, looking back, I'm like, I don't even know why I, like, bother to like glance if president's day is a holiday much less am i like fighting for soup post super bowl day off
0: Like, well dave was really upset we had come into work today because he was out drinking and driving all night and uh you okay. know he wanted, he wanted to be able to sleep in a drinking and driving joke from dylan <laughs> we talked about it on circling back <laughs> this is a different show <laughs> we talked about it circling back someone was going at will on because he made a joke and someone was like yeah, but think about it. Like people are all over the road tonight. Like dri- hey. I'm driving back from a Super Bowl party. I've had a little to drink. We that like, person was very dumb. <laughs> that rationale, like, are you still drunk? That you- person needs to take a few
2: classes in logic and reasoning. Who's <laughs> not not smart? Yeah, we we don't condone that for the record. Jeez,
1: absolutely not. Absolutely not.
2: KJ, were you following the skies? I mean, you're a you're a Great Lakes guy now. Were you? Uh, did you have your uh, eye to the sky last
1: night? In fact, you're referencing uh, the, what are we calling it? Unidentified <laughs> object, the balloon. It's
2: the, an alien invasion. Uh, as an as well. aerial phenomenon.
1: The aerial phenomenon that was shot down over uh, Lake Huron. Uh, it did cross over the great skies of Wisconsin. And in fact, the planes that shot it down took off from uh, Trix Airf- Airport, Air Force Base. Whatever. It's the same airport as Madison airport like as if dfw and alliance were one thing planes took off from the same area oh so you know i could have been on one i just i I didn't get there in time like they left i had to like get the kids situated then catch an uber um and they're like no we've got to go now so they left me back
2: um back to the foot fetish thing (laughs) right does micah know okay normally when someone has a foot fetish and this might be cred to micah Micah Parsons, that is, not Micah Weiner, but credit right. to him, too, for other things. Um, normally, when someone, like, gets you to say something like that, they have to really pry it out of you, like, come on, you know, like, really press, like, just tell us. You got something. There's some little kink you got. He offered that up real easy.
0: I, I You got to respect that he just – he offered it up with, like, with confidence. He was like, yeah, I've got a foot fetish. I wonder how far that goes. Is it, like – He likes looking at feet pics.
2: Does he like uh, massaging feet? Does he like sucking toes? If you own something like that, people
1: can't use it against you, you know? It's true. There's that, and I think he's just good at media. He's all over social media. Some, including myself, might say a little much. (laughs) I don't think he is a Twitch guy like Austin Eckler, you know, still not even just put pandemic Twitch guy, but like, Week in, week out, uh, does live streams. It's a big part of his off-field persona. I don't think Micah Parsons is that guy, but I definitely think Micah Parsons is a guy who sees, like, post-career being on NFL Network as, like, you know, primary option for him.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, there is precedent for uh, someone with a foot fetish ending up on a, a round table pregame. That's facts, Dave. I mean, so – you can't say so it's you that, buy weird. that
1: it's legitimate. Like he really actually has one that he wasn't just trying to be like.
0: Parsons or Rex Ryan, TV guy. Parsons. Uh, Parsons. Parsons. Yeah. Wh- yeah. Why else would you say that? You don't. That's not something you just you just float out there. I gotta wonder if they uh. if
2: they gave him the questions beforehand because all of his answers, if you heard that clip, if you listened to the entire intro, they came out very quickly. And I I I, I believe that Micah Parsons is quick on his feet. Um, you yeah. have to be to be and a quick guy to, who can play all over the field
1: like that? Quick
0: to suck on him, too. Quick at sucking on him. That's Feet. good. <laughs> quick on him. Sucks on him.
1: Okay, okay. This occurred at Super Bowl Media Row Week, whatever, where you often see um, players, current and former players, shepherded around by brands. Uh, good dude, Jake Kemp, who was on our live stream Thursday night. Uh, notably interviewed Micah Parsons last year when he was being, um, I guess he was doing an ambassadorship, however you want to call it endorsement, walk around for pizza Hut when they were doing the spicy pizza and which they would like dare a radio host or TV host to like eat a slice on live radio or TV. Jake being the, uh, sicko that he is finished the whole pizza with all the extra spice, completely blew Micah's mind. I'm going to offer one other possibility here. Because I don't know if Micah had like a brand he was working with all week. By all accounts, it doesn't sound like he did. But maybe not only did he have the questions beforehand, oftentimes like they would bring questions with them. Like guests and their like hosts would be like, Hey, do you want to interview Reggie Miller about neutrogenics? Here's five questions (laughs) you can ask him. And you get two minutes for everything else. And like Micah's questions are like, uh, I'm just here on my own. Here's my five rapid fire questions. Hit me with them.
2: <laughs> I really want people to know that my little my little guilty pleasure is Shakira. Which, by the way, right. there's no shame in that whatsoever.
1: Fair, no, very fair.
2: But it is it is interesting. That's a question. If somebody hits me with that, and I got a headset on, and we're doing a, a presser, some kind of press junket deal. I need to I need to think about that because I don't know. I've got a lot of embarrassing shit. I don't know what I'm gonna fire out there. I'm all over the map, dog. I've been doing a lot of Bad Bunny. I'll hit you with some Miley. <laughs> I fucking love Bad Bunny, dude. Do you really?
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I, get, I just love the beat. Because I shouldn't be surprised, he is a very popular musician. One he's of the most popular. D- doesn't do much for me, but hey, I respect your shit. You feel me? I, mean,
1: I genuinely enjoyed Hillary Duff's music catalog well before I enjoyed like her uh-huh.
0: acting. Oh, is that right?
1: I big fan of coming clean.
2: That's usually the best way to do it. Hey, it says it's here on song? the rundown. You can Google it. What does it say? Uh, it says who bricked their Super Bowl experience. Is it Does somebody want to step up? Did somebody
1: I'll own it. I'll own this. Um, I was going to ask you fellas what you did for yours, but I I assume you talked a little bit about it on uh, circling back. So tell the people to go listen there when they have a chance. Uh, Right out of the gate, um, I asked Dylan on Thursday, I believe, how he felt about me potentially smoking some meats, knowing that it was going to be for party one. Followed that advice. Picked up a nice plate of short ribs or beef plate ribs, which I highly recommend to people. Go with plate ribs instead of doing a brisket. Product can be equally great. Uh, as any good dad and good dude would, uh, when your timing is off on smoking meats or preparing dinner in general, it's always good to have a za as a you know fallback card. So picked up a few. Um, I don't know how you want to describe it, but like they're grocery store frozen pizzas, but like made by this like little boutique grocery store. So it's not like, you know, you don't feel red-bearing. completely pathetic. Exactly. Uh, so did that. That was perfect. However, uh, as I am the father of a two and a half year old, and timing can be unpredictable, uh, little dude chose to have a full blown tantrum uh, about five minutes before halftime, uh, which led to me completely missing my. Uh, mm. Hey, let's go check in on the ribs. Uh, make sure temps don't get out of hand. Window, uh, you know, get them out. Get them rested completely bricked the rib situation. Oh no. Spent all day with the ribs on the smoker. Temps got a little carried away late in the game uh, and just completely whiffed. Not only that, but I had to go back and watch the halftime show in the second half after the fact because we went straight to bath time and bedtime. Mm. And I caught the final 2 to 3 minutes of the game live and everything else was just a uh, black hole. Mm.
2: That's uh that's tough. I had a, a buddy with a similar story who uh, had a brisket. And a brisket's quite the investment. And mm-hmm. he missed his timer. And, you know, I think you're supposed to pull a brisket at what, like 200, 202 or something. He pulled it at right. 210. Let it carry. He pulled it at 210 and um, it, it looked like beef jerky. I got. It. I hate to put him on blast like that, but it just it didn't look good. He knew it too. He was on his Lincoln Riley bullshit. He was on that Lincoln shit. Yes,
0: that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Poor guy. You missed Bad Girl Reread then, KJ.
1: Uh, I missed it live. Definitely. I, w- I have re- since rewatched it in preparation for our show. Like if we weren't doing the show, I probably wouldn't have caught the halftime show until mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe this weekend.
0: She brought but, it, man. You know, I
1: made a note to go back and and, and watch all the. Uh, Watch all the goods and the progression of each drive, so. I'll own this one. We'll get them next week for, I don't know, the NBA All-Star game.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll plan accordingly. Um, exactly. Do you want to talk halftime right now, now that we're already doing it? Give us your Might takes. as well. Give us your takes, KJ. You're the, you're the big Rihanna guy.
1: Um, it reminded me a lot of when Miss Frizzle in the class went into Ralphie. Uh, early in magic school bus and you got a good scene of like what red blood cells and white blood cells look like Mm. like that's the overall aesthetic that i was feeling that's a good good place love miss frizzle show is dope holds up even um i have no qualms or concerns regarding uh, not that anybody's like coming out with a hot take uh regarding like her performing whilst pregnant or post childbirth i'm not entirely sure they probably are um But I think that it was, you know, kudos to her for not leaning on any features, on any guest appearances, not feeling like obligated to like overdo the uh, choreography. Um, I I think Dylan will will share his takes a bit on the singing, but like, the overall performance was visually stunning, Um, like the levitating uh, stage bit will never get old. I don't care how harnessed in you, you are and, like, how secure that is. Like, just imagine just going up and down on that thing, just, like, having to go live on a platform and answer, like, 10 questions as it's, like, going up and down, you know, like, hmm. freaking Mario Brothers level. Like, I don't know that I'd be able to do that.
0: Yeah, I'm out on that. <clears throat> uh, I, I thought she was... Look, I love Rihanna. She can do no wrong in my book um she got she got some criticism for not being like you know super active and dancing all over the place she was what, six months pregnant like she was like very pregnant she's great uh the vocals she had like some some a backup track so it wasn't like mm-hmm. purely her vocals but she brought it she's great great voice played the hits visually i enjoyed it like you said the stages going up and down that shit was cool big fam. big fam. KJ,
2: were there any particular moments, um, any maybe moves that she did that caught your attention? Because it surely caught Dave's attention. It didn't. It didn't uh, catch my two co-hosts. in circling back, um, even this though the is entire the over the was kitchen sink.
1: Excuse me. Is this the uh, <laughs> the long snapper move?
2: <laughs> that was one. <laughs> did see that? <laughs> didn't I? Don't know, I hadn't heard of it referred to like that, but.
1: Uh, we did get also by her um, her I don't know if you' want to call them backup dancers all of the dancers like pulled the limbo uh, pelvic thrust at one point, which I thought was always a good move. And I did catch myself like, yeah, I don't know if it's just our age bracket or me just getting older, but like growing up when like, <coughs> Janet Jackson was prime youth memory section and like all of the fallout from that where we got a bunch of you know safe crappy classic bands afterwards like i feel like i was wired to always expect really really conservative approaches from performances like even last year was hip-hop but there wasn't a lot of like the dancing part of it you know there were dancers but that wasn't the highlight of it and this one was like a lot more aggressive in terms of like hey we're going to Elvis pelvic thrusts the shit out of this entire performance and you're going to see it. So, I don't know. That stood out to me. But maybe I was, I don't know, exposing my Micah Weiner Nick fetish. The That's what I call his, it. like, Nick Adams obsession, by the way.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Micah's kind of taken over the Nick thing from you. He's took him, yeah, he, You handed him the torch. I'm letting him run with it. He's doing a great job. I, so. I think you should. <laughs> I think you're picking a good time to tap out before, like.
0: Yeah, he, he tapped in.
2: Yeah. You got you got what you needed out of it, and now it's like as he goes as as Nick f- goes further and further down the uh, the grift. It's like all right, get out before something <laughs> real bad happens, and I'm he tied did, to it. He you did have
0: one this morning that I I, I might want to share if that's oh, okay. He, he can't quit Sorry. it. He can't quit this. it. Just one. Find it, and I'm going to talk about our good friends at Rome, I found it. You go ahead, and
2: then I'll share. Thank you, Dylan. How good? How? good do you feel when you walk out and you know you're not breaking a fit like you know you look good oh my god how much does that change the game it's an absolute game changer uh, for example over the weekend we met up with our friend barrett dudley and i didn't know he was even meeting us out and i was like oh my god i've got to be at, at my best when you i said, see barrett
0: you, you did
2: you shared that with the group well we got our good friends at roan we've got the commuter collection Men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up. That commuter collection I referred to, it's the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man, and here's why. Roan helps you get ready for any occasion with the commuter collection, which offers the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, and polos. I'm rocking the joggers right now, the commuter joggers, commuter pants. Oh,
0: shit. They're awesome. You're not kidding.
2: They're very versatile. You never have to worry about what to wear when you have the Rhone Commuter Collection. Their comfortable full-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. It's time to feel confident without the hassle with Rhone's Wrinkle-Free Release Technology. Wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the products. It's that easy. I think we all got the commuter pants and the uh, white, <clears throat>
0: excuse me, button-down. White button-down. I also got some uh, some fleece pants Pants, as well as a, a matching fleece hoodie, which are ooh wildly comfortable. They look good on you too. Well, <laughs> we're not
2: surprised. No. And check this out: the odor-free technology. Mm-hmm. You got to go
0: odor-free. Won't catch me smelling, Dave.
2: With Gold Fusion Anti Odor Tech, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. That's huge. We love it. Nobody likes going to the dry cleaner and just throw it in the washer. Boom. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash bang. That's R-H-O-N-E.com slash bang and use promo code bang to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to roan.com slash bang and use code bang. It's time to find your corner office comfort.
0: Hit us with the tweet, Daddy. Yeah, so it's a video of uh, former President Donald Trump from 1992. Okay. And he's uh, at Pilot Field in Buffalo. And it's, like I said, 92. Chris Collinsworth is also in this video. I'm not sure if it's during his playing days or right after. Uh, but what's it been after, right? Yeah, 92. Here's, here's the tweet. Even 30 years ago, Donald Trump's athletic prowess was known to the masses. The ball just comes out of his hand a little differently. It's a little bit more zip and with pinpoint accuracy it's a video of him just throwing a ball like seven yards through a, a hole in a tarp it's there's nothing impressive about it at all um but it's i i i got a a hearty chuckle out of it i i need to i
2: need to see this video it's great I, i'm really excited okay yeah again i can't imagine a, him doing anything a, a uh, nick
1: adams exclusive
2: well, that's the point of it, David. It's really not athletic, you know. It sounds like it might be. Do you see what he's calling uh, Ron DeSantis behind closed doors? Tell me if this is a banger.
1: Uh, sanctimonious.
2: Nope. We moved on. We're now calling him Meatball Ron. <laughs> uh, which I think I don't know if Ron DeSantis is uh, in any way Italian, but I feel like that's derogatory. Oh. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. We'll see. But Meatball Ron, Sleepy Joe, Meatball Ron. Oh. The sanctimonious just wasn't going wasn't gonna to latch on, in no. my opinion. Too many syllables. And most people don't even know Way what sanctimonious too... means.
1: And then the, anyways. Wow. Okay.
0: Don't we'll talk about the big What game? else
1: about the Super Bowl would we like to uh, discuss? like, I guess anything outside of the on-field content uh, that we want to hit on. I uh, wanted did to Did y'all a... do commercials? Did y'all do comms talk already?
0: No. Not uh, really. We didn't really talk commercials. I feel like commercials are, are are a bit watered down compared to years past. Anyone else get that feeling? There's Dude. still some a, a couple of heaters in there, but you to just bring it every every spot. Well, you didn't know. You never got to see any, you know,
2: in the in the 90s, you know, pre Twitter, pre most people being on the internet, they would just hit you just watch to see what's gonna come my way. Then you see like Budweiser Frogs or something, right? Now it's like there's an every everybody that has one, if they don't just put the commercial out before they're getting write-ups in like TechCrunch or something. And like, you know, kind of what's coming, like, Oh, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston are going to be doing something. So, you know, you know what to anticipate. It takes the sting out of it. What KJ?
1: Having said that, did anything like, did you see anything and you're like, Oh, they won the internet today. Like, were those words uttered at any point for you?
2: Um, no one, in, no one in my home said that. Thank God. <laughs> I saw a lot of booty chatter about the
0: uh, the anti Tesla spot.
1: Oh, wow. okay. Don't I recall? think
0: it might have been local. Oh, really? That was what Brett are, said. Are you sh- okay. Um, there was a, and there's an, yeah, there's like an organization against uh, autonomous vehicles and how they're dangerous. In this p- particular commercial. Featured a Tesla just absolutely pulverizing um, a, like a crash test dummy on the street. And it was just kind of funny.
2: The head rolls off. Head rolls it off. It rolls down the street. And yeah. it's not supposed to be funny, but like, it's just a total hit piece on Tesla. And it was hilariously timed because like the prior, uh, they, they showed Elon Musk like 10 minutes prior. Then all of a sudden you're seeing this, uh, this takedown of Tesla. I thought the, do we, the Diddy one was really we, good too.
1: Oh yeah. The Uber one. Is that I, Uber? I, think I caught that one live. It yeah, wasn't good I enough like for me to one. know
2: the product they Hawk, and I just enjoyed the the cameos
1: from the uh, musicians of my past. I, I did enjoy that, but Dylan's kind of brings up a good point. Like, I need a, a little light, something similar to uh, what you get with, like, live sports. They put the banner up, you know, ESPN, then you have a little live logo underneath, so you're not, or replay if that is. I need a regional or national commercial, like, Indicator, can I talk about this? <laughs> well, there there <laughs> is a, or nah?
2: there is an H E B one, and I I had well, to like think. I was like, wait, is H E B like how big's H E B now? And I'm like, there's no there's no way. Nah,
1: nah. Then butts are in Texas uh, almost exclusively. Uh, oh, the he was only one a, I feel a like a
2: Herbert Butts joke.
1: The only one that stood out on my end, like that, that kind of stuck with me, or I felt like was worth mentioning. I think Melissa McCarthy got like whatever brand that was was the most viewed but i gotta say there are so many people in the fast and furious movie trailer that i did not i genuinely thought i was watching a different movie halfway into the trailer like vin diesel starts off and i'm like i thought you were dead jason momoa's in this thing john cena's in this movie uh captain marvel lady is in the movie charlie's throne like There's like 15 people in the trailer and I'm like, I, I respect its greatness. I will catch up at fast 15, but that was the one time where I was like, wait, is this a parody for like six other commercials or is this the real thing? You're like, fuck it. You'll watch it anyway. Was the tagline?
2: I will. I've got about, I think I have six fast movies to watch before I get to this one. So I got some work to do, but I will do it. The flash
0: looks kind of dope too you catch that one i didn't catch that one who's playing flash i don't remember so, okay so randy fast. probably knows randy pop on the, Pawpaw, the kid, kid who's getting
2: uh, a yeah ezra miller i think that's the, I it i thought that yeah. dude was like not In untouchable. They, they yeah they uh they filmed too much of the movie for to they had to finish it out but they're like cutting all ties with them and they're resetting the whole dcu anyways so. isn't didn't he like beat up a fan or like is not he he's done a lot of this? he's just wild as hell not good Thanks Randy. That's our entertainment <laughs> correspondent Randy Trumbacki. Good stuff. Um, did you think it was okay. going to be a good night for Philly when their fans were flipping cars before
0: the game? <laughs> couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. Yeah. That that was great. I that went was probably local some news
1: interview with with like the owner of the car. He's like I I cannot believe these people and what they're doing to cars like i was flipping joe's car down the street i let them know i parked here to attend the car flipping event we weren't supposed to flip each other's cars but we We're on had the same a, team this we is had an deal. Outrage. <laughs> if
0: if it's super bowl sunday and you live in philadelphia and your team's in the game you you can't leave your car out in like a bar district or wherever you know i don't know what what that neighborhood was but you gotta you gotta put that thing in a garage somewhere go park it at your folks house for the weekend or something you know you got to just take an Uber because, as you noted, We're Uber. a lot of drunk
2: drivers out there anyway. So you don't want to be on the roads if you don't have to. Be. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm. I was worried it was going to be just like a, a delivery driver, like a like a Uber Eats guy <laughs> who just ran in, was just trying to just trying oh. to get some money on Super Bowl Sunday. Had, there's a you know
0: a surge fee. Left his car for 45 seconds, he came comes, back, and it was on its on its top. His car's on fire. He's like,
2: <laughs> Well, there <laughs> goes my source of income. <laughs>
1: Oh, it God. feels really smart. You know, the brand activation I need is uh you know back in my day when we had boxers that would just get what like golden golden nug on their tattooed on their back or whatever the hell it was. Oh. Like, I need the bottom of the car to be spray painted with like a huge Netflix Plus logo and they flip the car and you're like 10 million engagements you know, with this one video and it's all just a Netflix ploy.
2: I wonder if they at least had the courtesy to steal the guy's catalytic converter. Because you can get like $1,100 on the streets with one of those, man. It's a big problem right now, Dave. Don't encourage that. I'm just saying. Like, hopefully they were able to salvage it for parts. <laughs>
0: get, it, get it down to the scrapyard. I think it's okay once you flip it back. <laughs> I don't think yeah, it is. I mean, the roof's caved in. You just you fix that roof. You, you got a go. drop top. Yeah. Drive around with the titties out. It's like when a turtle gets flipped over and it's just stuck there. Yeah, that's sad. It's a little different. It's kind different. of depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, he
2: can't even flip him over himself. No, he can't. He's going to have to sit there until a predator comes along. Um, any issues with the field? I thought the field was great. What the fuck, man? How do I you feel like we how? see?
1: Yeah. I don't know. We see this almost every Super Bowl. Uh, I did see the article where players, you know, they agreed it was bad. The whole comment of like, well, both teams had to play on, I get it. Um, We've seen it in the past, mostly when it's like after halftime, the field is worse or somebody brings that up, like the people running on the field and the stage or whatever ruin the field. It's kind of a brick for them because that's the Cardinals whole bit. Isn't this the field that gets rolled outside and like grown outdoors?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had clips of that. And Greg Olson was also talking about how the painted surface was slippery. You hear that Mm -hmm. the the big you know nfl logo in the middle of the field was painted over was apparently slick and so that that last field goal the the go-ahead winning field goal for the chiefs it was like barely on the paint he's like oh i wonder if if this is in butker's brain that you know he's gonna have to his plant foot is gonna be on the slippery surface but uh, obviously it ended up being okay for him
2: you think somebody was out there like ghost riding their whip and uh you just had candy paint dripping all over the field That'd be think, messed up, and I don't think that would happen, but I I, that's
0: I, something you have to think about. That seems a little far-fetched, but I, yeah, I, can't, unlikely.
2: I can't rule it out. Yeah, it probably didn't happen. Uh, overall, though, Olsen and Burkhart, pretty good. I enjoyed my uh, Greg Olson experience.
1: Yeah, presentation in general, I, I was very, very pleased with. They're, they did a great job. I could have had one or two fewer shots from the booth where the camera, like, then hovers over their shoulder and why don't you look out there onto the field yeah one less of those and i would have been very happy
0: i had a thought that like greg olson's pretty new at this right this is a major mm-hmm. gig for him is it not calling the super yep. bowl this it's is what super a second is second year <laughs> what a second year uh doing color i don't think he even did a playoff game last year yeah
2: I think he just – He's it, good, though. I, I really – Yeah,
0: yeah he, he has a little Romo in him that he'll, like, break down, like, stuff for, you know, the layperson that you don't really know or – and it's – but he doesn't do it in a
2: <gasps>
0: – And this is how much I know about football way, like, in more practical terms. I, I enjoy Greg Olson and a lot, yeah. He is – man, hard to not slight Romo, but Olson
2: is just better at putting together coherent thoughts and not just – leaving like open-ended statements that, and you're like, are you done? Like, <laughs> Whereas Romo this year, uh I don't know, man. It's just like, what happened?
1: The, yeah, the novelties there were a worn lot off. of, uh, yeah. There were a lot of articles written on Romo and like the interventions that were attempted to try to like get him to do his job, which was like prepare for the games. Um One of the points I heard brought up was just acknowledging like, Romo, in general, right out of the league, was making a lot of points that you could assume that other players right out of the league could have made. Uh, Greg Olson being sim- in a similar position, I want to see him three to five years from now to assume the, the preparation's going to continue, that he's not just relying on like familiarity with schemes uh, at, at that point in his career.
0: Um, Anyways. On Greg Olson, although I did, I did say I really enjoy him, I, and I do, I completely disagree with his take on that holding call, which I know we're going to talk about. Well, let's talk yeah, about let's, it.
1: Let's get there. Yeah.
0: All right. The holding call. Uh, James Bradbury, which uh, the the defensive back who, who held Juju Smith-Schuster. A lot of controversy, Dave. Very crucial point in the game. I'd say so. A lot of people, including Greg Olson, said that a, a call like that that's maybe marginal shouldn't be shouldn't be flagged in a moment that important why 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 is that like truly if it's in by the book it was a holding call yeah it i don't was. think
2: anyone really is disputing that now like even bradbury admitted right rather graciously i might say but that th- he there's held-
0: like this sentiment from a that a lot of people share that it's like oh and in crucial moments of game just like let him go play that's bullshit are you gonna let someone be like a little bit off sides it, yeah, you know it's I mean? a great point yeah no, I, I, I. If it's a flag, if it's a penalty, you call the penalty. That's, I, that's how the game it, goes.
2: It's it's it does suck that that is, that is the ending of the game. That that led to the game being over for Philadelphia, right? But it's not. I mean, no one is disputing whether that was a hold or not. It's just a dispute of should you call it, and it's like you can't really put that on the ref. Like, hey, like so, what do you do? You tell you tell them like, hey, if it's like under five minutes kind of let them play a little bit like what what yes yeah, it's a you, really
0: weird distinction to draw should you be able to hit the quarterback a little bit late <clears throat> or like uh, kind of hold along the offensive line or line up a little bit off sides? like it's bullshit if it's a penalty you call the penalty that's how the game goes kj's being quiet over there i
2: think kj might disagree
1: no no i i i think you're spot on um i think the only point i would make is like penalties yes the the whole well, a penalty could be called on every play. Like, yeah, but it's a lot of it has to do with where the attention is being paid during that play for the penalty to be called or not. It's not so much that they're just like letting it go. Um, Like, I I don't know why it's just burned in my brain. We talked about the uh, commanders, uh, too many men on the field penalty. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right before the end of the season. And like, that's one where like, I will completely contradict myself and say like, Hey ref, you're kind of just being a dick. (laughs) Like communication was had between you and the receiver. Like that's not on you to call. However, in these other situations, like they threw the ball to that player. This wasn't a backside, not involved in the play situation. Great point. We don't know what the outcome would have been had the hold not occurred. Like the ball was overthrown, but if the hold doesn't occur and Juju Smith Schuster, beats him outside, like then is he in a better position or are they in a better position to where Patrick knows, okay, I can leave a little bit more air under this and it just needs to get out there and give him some, give him a shot. Maybe he overthrows it anyway without the hold and it's an incomplete pass. So like I agree, you gotta call it. It's unfortunate. Um, shouts to James Bradbury and Ray Brad- Bradbury for Fahrenheit 451 and all those good things. but owning the fact that this was a penalty, uh, in the post game interview, I think that was a tremendous display of like yeah. being a professional similar to what we saw, um, in the Bengals game. I think, you I th- know, uh, like it's just great to see that happen.
2: Him doing that probably saved a number of, uh, parked vehicles in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Called off the dogs a little bit like, Hey, yeah. Whoa, Whoa. Hey. Yeah. He could have really stirred the pot. Yeah. But I think that's a great point that if that happened on the other side of the field, like that's not getting called, right? Very unlikely. If the,
1: I, I doubt the attention would have been there. It you know wouldn't I mean? have been. Yes. Like, the it, ref's eyes kind of follow the flow of the, the game a little bit. And the quarterback's looking that way. I mean, it is a sideline judge who threw the flag, I believe, and it was nearest to him. But I, I just don't see it happening if the formation is, is – all the way on the left like in all the actions over there and it's likely to not have been called
0: and let's look at the other side of it if it's not called and it's then fourth down you know chiefs and they have to kick a longer field goal to tie it up or to to go ahead by three with what like a minute and a half left chiefs fans would have been the ones calling bullshit on it you know so either you know either way someone's going to be pissed off here props to the Ref for actually seeing the hole because it was it wasn't blatant, yeah. but there was a hole there. So, well done. Yeah, I think Travis Kelsey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are we gonna do about this guy? Probably behind Jason Witten, the greatest tight end in the history of the NFL. Oh, I... I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he's 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 he's, he's goaded. I, I will give him that. I think. I don't I mean I. People I will maybe Gronk. say Gronk, uh, Antonio. Uh, Gates, Gates.
1: Oh, right.
2: He was yeah, Yeah. Tony Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez. Yes, Yes. it doesn't matter. That's why I went. Anthony. You would have, you would have thought this was the the first time he's ever been to a Super Bowl because after the fact, you can't just let Mahomes talk to Aaron. You have to go over there and just linger and just yell nonsense. Like. It didn't – look, I get you're excited in the moment, but
0: God, dude, have something else. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey seem to have like opposite ends of the spectrum personalities. Agree. Jason Kelsey is just much more just like, I don't know, buttoned up, reserved. I think he's a little bit more outdoorsy. I think he's just kind of a, a, a guy's guy. Yeah. Travis goes to the club. Jason goes to the ranch.
2: That's a great way to look at it. And not the ranch on 6th Street. No, different ranch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Not ranch 616. Or whatever. Probably not ranch. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess thinking back to what was it, Jason Kelsey wearing that big, uh, I don't even know what you'd call the hat, like the Sultan hat uh, at the Eagles celebration when they won. So, like, we know he's got personality in there. They're both clearly big, big personalities for sure. It's just, if we want to talk about having the same set of inputs as brothers and different outputs, Mahomes we can also talk the post game experience of the Mahomes brothers. Oh my too. god!
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I should I should take my sights off of uh, Travis and 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 kind of take a look over at what our what our good buddy Jackson Mahomes was doing, putting on a clinic, dude, loving it. He knows he's got he's got he's in the middle of the next dynasty. I. He's
0: got the baby goat, Dylan. I am not you are aware. I'm not proud of how much real estate Jackson Mahomes has in my head. The dude bothers me so much. You gotta let it go. It bothers me so much. His phone is always out. It's always he's always recording something. He's just he can't stop chasing clout. Like your brother is literally the best football player in the world. We know who you are. You don't have to record every single moment and go straight to TikTok with it. The moments right after they win, of course, he has a fucking field pass. (laughs) But he's out there. Oh yeah, a family. He's out there, and it's like, like confetti's falling down, and his brothers hoisting a trophy, and it's like, wow, this is a cool, this is a cool fucking moment, and he's making a fucking TikTok, numerous TikToks
2: yeah i bet they're doing numbers
0: it's absolutely
2: insufferable i cannot stand the kid i'm guessing he doesn't live in texas because what's he gonna do when greg abbott outlaws tiktok
0: now he just move across the state line
2: (laughs) yeah he's gonna have to he's gonna have to go rogue he's gonna have to get a vpn or whatever is that right like
0: what is he i don't know shout out nordvpn shout him out what (laughs) is he he doing sponsor what is he doing
2: Um, it looks like he's doing numbers. No one's one's ever
0: ridden coattails to the degree that Jackson Mahomes is riding coattails. It's his it's his brother. It's his brother. I know it's your brother. But your entire identity is is this guy's brother. Like that's who you are. Right. Brothers for life. So we find out
1: that we find out Jackson's in town, huge backer, wants to come on the show, talk a little sports equestrian and whatnot. Dylan, are you saying nah? Uh, we'll
0: have him on. You're going to have to face <laughs> up to him. Well, I, I, I'm okay with that. Own
2: your takes. I'm a, oh, I will tell him my takes. I, and you know what? I'm going to be sitting next to him, and the whole time he's going to pull out his phone and do like a dope dance, and I'm going to be in the background. I'm going to get a little taste
0: of that Mahomes clout. <laughs> I just want to dip my beak in. I, I ask him a serious question, look over. He's got his phone out. He's got his tongue. He's like, like he's doing like the... <laughs> the hype house shit. Like. Ooh. <sighs> is that where is that what's next for uh, Jackson?
2: Is he gonna end up in a in a TikTok house? That would be a nice turn of events. I want I want that to happen.
1: Cause I will say He's 22 now. He's, like that's the thing. Like he's not a kid, he's not a teenager yeah, anymore. Like
2: he's he's a he's a full grown adult in that world, huh?
0: Tall fella too. They, they showed Mahomes walking to the sideline before the game to give his wife a hug. And of course, Jackson is standing next to her. Instead of just like dapping him up, saying good luck, he pulls his phone out and records his brother walking up to his wife. To it's like just stop.
2: Yeah, he's just having a moment with the fans. He will. I will say this. He does kill those dance moves. He's good. (laughs) He practices. He puts in the work. He's not. He's not just he knows some spare like
0: us, like trying to hit the gritty for a vid. He knows. He knows all the words to all these little TikTok songs. Like he he does it. He syncs up perfectly.
1: Little. Those exactly saying little TikTok.
0: He rehearses all of this shit. Little TikTok. Meatball <laughs> round.
1: I'm I'm embarrassed as someone uh, you know who should be in tune with the content game. When I sent you all the video of seeing him behind the state like behind the uh, uh, post game table, I immediately thought like, uh, ah, this is me going above and beyond just to like point out, hey, there's Jackson figuring he'd been spotted elsewhere. Little did I realize, like, no. EMZ and half the internet was like oh that was the moment that we wanted to burn jackson holmes on too and i'm like shit i should have been paying attention i didn't realize he'd been relatively quiet up until uh the super bowl so you know shouts to him two-time super bowl champion winning brother dylan you look so put off you can't
0: even like do a segment on it i just <laughs> i told you i'm not proud how much real estate this dude has in my head it, like i need i need to get over it but i'm having a, i'm having trouble uh, I think
2: more so than Jackson, I want Mr. Mahomes. I want Mahomes Sr. on this show. More
0: shocking to me that Jackson, that Patrick Mahomes' brother is, <laughs> is Jackson Mahomes, is that Patrick Mahomes Sr., like, that's his offspring. Like, <laughs> what is going on there? He seems to be like the coolest motherfucker on the planet. They're talking about smoking Philly blunts after the game. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jackson's over there, like, lip singing whatever it is with his phone pointed at his face. I don't get it. Well, you don't want your son to smoke Philly blunts. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather my son smoke Philly blunts than to record 20 TikToks a day. I'm going to remember this in about five years
2: when Parks is just cranking out TikToks. Oh, my God.
0: This
1: is the equivalent of, like, Toby from The Office being the Kelsey brothers' dad. Like, and maybe it's not even that. Actually, no, I'm going to go with that because I don't think Patrick Mahomes Sr. is as evident in either personality. I, I'm going to go with, yeah, Toby from The Office. If that was the Kelsey brothers' dad, I feel like that's what the equivalence is here.
0: Sure, yeah. It's, it's, that, it's bizarre.
2: <laughs> Dude, he's... It's he, bizarre. He is... Um, I feel like he's been kind of behind the scenes up until this playoff run. or This is the most out there he's been and for somebody
1: that was a professional athlete and like correct. deserves the spotlight like
2: he's done so much with his FaceTime this this yeah. time around it's it's been amazing but how
0: why doesn't either mahomes junior or senior just go up to jackson and just be like okay can you fucking not can you just stop you know you're embarrassing us right like why, why does that not happen
1: he's killing it could them. be worse it could be worse it's the most obnoxious that it could be I will just offer, unless you're related to Sean Taylor and his memorial. Like, oh, no. It's fairly harmlessly obnoxious, unless <laughs> Dylan's brain space, I guess. Yeah. Don't just take fun a let It's unhealthy.
2: Let's look, dude, look. Hey, Randy, pull up the uh, the graph I sent you, or the chart. What do you even, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I can't talk. <laughs> I made fun of Romo, and I can't talk. I do a damn podcast. This is from Marcus Mosher. I think he's from Pro Football Focus. He's a big Cowboys guy. But this is interesting. Super Bowl winning leading rusher plus their base salary since 2009. So going back to 2009, this is what the leading rusher in the game was paid. And just tell me if there's anything that jumps out at you upon first review. Maybe compared to um, the running back in Dallas. (laughs) Well, first of all, what's his salary? his base uh what somewhere between 10 and 12. i can get million to, dollars i want to say
1: it's 16.
2: Jeez. yeah that might Unless be after about Tony pollard this uh so last night uh pacheco pacheco eight under a million last year cam Akers under a million leonard fournette he's i think he tops this him and percy harvin two million uh percy harvin's
0: barely a, a running back though that was he's a slot guy returner <clears throat>
2: yeah there's a yeah this is the and this isn't the necessarily the number one um rush uh, running back for these teams it's just the leading rusher right it's just insane to me that would you like the numbers there are people who want to uh pay keep Zeke around or don't think that's like the worst deal to ever give happen. us the Zeke number. yes please do
1: uh cap hit in twenty twenty two was eighteen point two million oh, no. uh that included twelve point four million in cash uh this upcoming year, his number drops down to $16.7 million yeah. and, uh, 10, and uh, just under $11 million in cash. In 2026, his number would be a whopping $17 million. Uh, however, they do have an out this year, which he will likely restructure or be released uh, to basically drop him at $11 million. Because if they would have dropped him today... As opposed to whatever June eighth or whatever it is, thirty million dollar dead cap hit if they were to release Zeke today. So yeah, a little bit different than two million a year.
0: Takeaway from this is that you, you don't need a, a high-priced running back to win the Super Bowl, or we're paying Zeke too much. Both, both, both. yeah. <laughs> T- um, Tony
1: Pollard's cap hit, your most productive running back, one point one million dollars. Yeah. Huh. Unrestricted yeah. free agent. So he is about to be paid. He's running. about
2: to be paid or franchised, but still going to get paid if he gets franchised. And I don't know, man. The, the NFL running back is
0: losing value.
2: Yeah, that's why our guy, uh, Bijan, I'm wondering, like, is there a chance he could slip to the second round? Maybe. I don't know. Someone's going to jump up there and get him. Or so,
0: someone grabs him in the first, pays him out th- you know, throughout his rookie contract, and then uh, lets someone else pay him after that, I yeah, guess.
2: Yeah, it's, it's sad for running backs it, a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
0: they, they kind of get screwed.
2: Well, you know how these things go. Yeah. Um, KJ's got some hot NFL combine takes. Yeah. (laughs) Are you saying there's I think as
1: we end this- Go ahead.
2: Uh, I didn't know if this was going to directly relate to me and the the slander I took for not being able to hit 5-2.
1: You're- This guy didn't even have any notes in there speaking to it. Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, As we wrap up the season, it's always nice to know, okay, what's next when it comes to the NFL. I feel like the combine is usually a month or so out. No, it's two weeks out this year, the first weekend in March, uh, which seems rather soon, but with the prevalence of pro days being the primary spot where most of our top tier athletes will actually put their skills on display. uh, That does create some distance between the uh, draft in april which will be in kansas city by the way and uh the nfl combine which brings to note we uh we do have a bit of a bet payoff to talk about at some point probably not today in depth but uh two of the three of us will be compete or what are you not really competing participating in an nfl draft combine of sorts we we've got to narrow down like what our focus is here uh david who lost dip picks considerably i brought up the 40 yard dash and set the over under at five-two. Five seconds 5.2 seconds yeah and since
2: since we talked about this on thursday a number of people mainly one uh friend of the show reached out and was like hey <clears throat> i watch a lot of kids run 40s and <laughs> i don't know anything about dave's athletic prowess but he ain't getting five two so uh, a lot of people doubting me, just like they doubted the Chiefs, just like they doubted Georgia. A lot of people are doubting the D-man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm one of them. The number
1: might move on this if, if, if the bets are to be heard. Like Maybe it's up to 5-4 by the time that you actually run. Like Who knows?
0: When was the last time you, you full-out sprinted? Top speed, all you, out. You know the
2: sprinting treadmill at Lifetime? Not like the, the one that moves on its own it's the one that you propel and you can get up no okay well that using that probably the banana one 3 months ago yeah uh i've i've i used to do sprints on that somewhat regularly just because i don't really like to run but i like to do i need to do cardio so if i can knock it out you know in 30 minutes doing sprints as opposed to running for an hour and a half i'll do that that being said it's been a while i'm not really I, when we, when we put this on the calendar, when I'm going to do this, I will start preparing six weeks out and not, not, not saying that I'm going to do anything crazy. I'm not going to get a coach. Uh, you guys wouldn't let me use the company card to get a trainer for six weeks, whatever, or you wouldn't let me do a nutritionist either kind of fucked up, but we'll talk about that off um, here. <laughs> but I am going to prepare because my main goal in this is to not, not pull any muscles. Yeah. I say pull tear even. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be bad news. KJ wants to our a hamstring, and it doesn't sound great. It's easy to tweak a it's hammy. not
1: good.
0: It's crazy easy it's to tweak good. a hammy. Don't. Yeah. Stretch, Dave. Stretch. Like, you know,
1: yoga's the only prep that I will do for any of these events uh, uh, once this is all sorted out. And, you know, I'm willing to throw out that I could probably throw a number on, like, a bench press uh, reps um, over under for myself. But, you know, I don't like setting the lines for myself. And... I haven't benched anything since I sold my uh, squat rack and weights probably 14 or 15 months ago when we were getting ready to sell the house since November of 21. Between. So it's been a while.
2: All of us, I got to be honest, I'm more worried about the bench because I don't bench press either. And when I do, it's 90% of the time with dumbbells. And mm-hmm. I have not lied down on a flat bench and just gone at it. Uh, we did something like this at a previous employer. And it, we granted, we weren't doing 225. We were doing one place. So we were doing 135. 135. And I think I hit 20 or 22, something like that. And I don't think I'm sniffing that. I would be happy with 15 this time around because I just don't. I just don't do it, man. I just I'm I'm very scared about my shoulders, so I just don't really do that much anymore. So I'm obviously setting the bar very low because I want to I want to hit like 17 and blow your dicks off. Dylan, did you do a line for yourself?
0: Is that a cocaine thing?
2: No, for the like what KJ was saying.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but um, if if I am to also participate, and I might just for funsies, just a stunt on me, just for funsies. <laughs> Um, my, my numbers will pale in comparison to the last, just like you said, I did a 33 on the bench last time at 135. I won't, I won't snip that now. I'm very confident in that. My 40, it's, I'll be happy with a five,
2: three. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, we got, this is going to be fun. We'll say today, we're going to do this. I want to, like, we're... I think we've got connection to some local local high school football teams around here. We might be able to get onto like a legit track and maybe get one of the coaches out there. Well, I'm going to work on it. Okay. Okay? Can't wait, man. I can't wait. You know what I can't wait for? Learning a new language? Learning a new language with our good friends at Babel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college, it wasn't exactly the high point of our academic careers. Look, your boy took like what felt like four years of Spanish. And uh, guess what? Didn't really retain a ton of it. But now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you're going to travel abroad, connect in a deeper way with your family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll use in the real world. Um, I'm going to brush up on my Italian. How about that? As somebody who also took Italian in college, don't remember a ton of it. Rego. thank you, Dylan. That's one word. KJ, what are you getting into?
1: I may go back and put to use my three years, including a year of AP Spanish, uh, just really nail that down. Um, not just so I can be the guy that dad ordering at a restaurant, but so I could be you <laughs> know more comfortable conversationally. Uh, I've got some upcoming public presentations to do, drop some bilingual, you know, bilingual <laughs> portions in that and really? really blow people's socks off.
0: Really? Man. I figured yeah. you'd stick to English, but that's crazy. KJ's, KJ's really <laughs> doing it to him. God. <laughs> like, whoa. Babble's
2: 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. This is something. Other language learning apps, they use AI for their lessons plans. They're leveraging AI for lessons plans? What? Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Experts, KJ. They're The best. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent.
0: What are you smirking at? <laughs> I'm, sm- I'm smirking at like KJ tripping over himself, trying to get like a Spanish sentence in when he's doing his next presentation just, <laughs> to, just for no reason at all. You're gonna have to brush up on your Babbel, my friend. There's so like, many ways to like, learn they just with Babbel.
2: <laughs> you can they've even got listen to this, they've even got podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day Money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash bang. That's babbe com slash bang for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life.
1: Be on the lookout for Demasiado <laughs> Chapazón soon.
2: J.J., or man. Spotify. <laughs> Oh It's too
1: much dip in Spanish for those who don't know.
2: KJ, you got a bunch of stuff on the
1: All-Star game. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you... No, I, I bumped it down. Let's just party. Let's just oh, party.
2: Oh, shit. All right. Guy wants to party. I can tell him now. <laughs> this is the part of the pod where we talk about sports and party. Or a fiesta, if you will.
0: Right, KJ? <laughs> KJ's going to have this, a lot of... Fiesta. Op- <laughs> Like, what is this fucking guy
1: doing? Maybe I just drop the combine and I do a whole segment like, in Spanish clearly, and that won't be my payoff. This guy's clearly um, new to
0: Spanish. Why is he trying this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know this would be available in multiple languages. NBA All-Start Week in S L-U-T. So uh, apparently.
2: That's so cheap. What it you're is doing.
1: very cheap. No. I'm getting all of my articles from Jezebel, by the way. Uh, which is where I received this headline. Uh, that the NBA All Star Game would be in Salt Lake, Utah. You're supposed to say you forgot the C. That's right in the middle. But hey, you know that's even dirtier. As
0: someone, who's, um, oh, okay. as someone who is someone who was just in Salt Lake City, those people <laughs> don't deserve this treatment, KJ. <laughs>
1: that's fair. That is very fair. In fact, I know we have at least one like Salt Lake based listener who's like a huge Rudy Gobert fan. Mm, don't know why I know that, but I felt real bad when Frenchman. he got traded. <laughs>
2: All right, anyways. Ooh, Full Swing dropping Wednesday. Yeah, NBA
1: All-Star Games this week. They haven't talked about any of the participants, so let's talk about Full Swing. There was a Michelob commercial that said we could watch the first episode of Full Swing if you went back and did the QR code. Again, I bricked Uh, my night, so I haven't done that yet, so I'll catch it on Wednesday.
2: Not doing that. I don't do QR codes.
1: (laughs) Not not (laughs) since you lost your ass in the FTX QR code last year. I
2: don't want to talk about it. Uh, oh, XFL then, uh, returning Saturday. KJ, Yeah,
1: are you suiting you up a for anybody week ahead of us? My Arlington Renegades hat will be here in five to nine business days once they process orders. Who knows? Hopefully before their season's over. Um, I do think it's a little bit suspect when I can see the schedule for the games. I cannot see the rosters for the games. So who I'll be watching, I have no idea.
2: I know who I'm going to be watching this week at Riviera. The cat's back. Mm, That's right. Tiger Woods playing the Genesis. Mm. A relatively flat course. El Gato. A really cool... Oh Yeah, El Gato Gato Grande. Mm. Let me help you out. (laughs) That's sick. This is good. You should go drop that at your next interview, whatever it is. (laughs) It's a flat course. Not a lot of undulations, not a lot of hills, so... He picked a good one. Good. He picked a good one. He's played well here. It's Riviera. It's one of my favorite courses to watch on TV. So, yeah, I'm going to be watching, mm. Dylan. Do you
0: really think that I'm not going to watch? I'll probably, I'll probably also watch a little bit. Yeah. I bet.
1: It's in Naples. huh? interesting. The one
0: in Italy or the one in Florida? What are you talking about?
1: Flor- Wait, is this the golf course in Mexico?
2: No, this is in Los Angeles.
0: Oh,
1: what? Well, you said Riviera, so I looked up Riviera golf course. God KJ. I'm like, where is swear, it played at? Dude. It's the Genesis Open. How about you say that? Pacific I Palisades. God. Thank you. That's KJ. much that's that clicks in my head. Is this not okay. the event when he left two years ago that uh he had his accident? Same thing? Uh or three years ago?
2: You know what? I think that's right. It was it was doing he was doing some <clears throat> off course deal, some promo, and that's where he was driving at high speeds. Definitely not on anything. Just fell asleep at the wheel or whatever.
1: High speed, just, bad just curve.
2: that
0: Cadillac. I don't know who's
2: driving. I think it was a. I think it was a Genesis. Oh, that, that would, or Genesis that would yeah. make sense, wouldn't it? Oh, you were you saw PGA Riviera Maya cl- Golf Club. Yeah, oh, I was thrown off.
0: Okay, Jay, classic mistake, man.
1: Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deeper dive upcoming on the New Mexico State.
0: Yeah, they're they're not Which, having a good season no well their
1: basketball team is having the worst time
0: you want to run it back
2: uh yeah i do want to run it back go for it
0: what is running back you might be asking yourself well it's a segment during which we talk about what we already talked about bro we almost didn't even come into work today <laughs> fuck yeah facts <laughs> kj bricks super bowl experience <laughs> Trump now calls Ron DeSantis Meatball Ron. <laughs> Dave wonders if someone pulled their whip out on the field in Arizona and dripped candy paint all over it. Be-
2: people were asking.
0: <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they were. Jackson Mahomes has way too much real estate in Dylan's head. Dave just doesn't want to pull or tear his hammy during the combine. And finally, KJ is going to mash that bilingual button while giving his next presentation. <laughs>
1: Here, help, let me give you a quick taste real quick.
0: Re- read moment. us a sentence that, like, type it into, like, Google Translate, and, like, how would you lead off your presentation?
1: Ron de Albondigas, His meatball Ron in Spanish. There okay. we
0: go. That's a weird way to start a presentation.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't bring up politics in the middle of a... <laughs>
0: Especially while one
1: with day uh, a I see I can't even say it.
0: You need babel in your life. I, I need babel. This babble, is pre-babel. Exactly. Just wait till you see KJ Post Babel.
2: Yeah, this is going to be a whole <laughs> this going to be a whole different. We may just do the entire podcast in different languages. This is going to be great. All right, we'll, we'll be back uh, next week. They're
0: going to want to redo on that, aren't they? No, Okay I think that's their best read ever. All right, yeah, I hope so. All, all right. right, bye. Bye. I want my chips Gracias. with a dip, that's all I know. Okay. I
1: don't want my chips playing, I want my chips with a dip. I'll bring them dips.